Hey everyone, we're going to skip the intro music today because this episode doesn't need any excitement behind it. Because this episode is about serious problems in the world today. You know, first I want to address the state of the world of which we live in uh, today, Tuesday, June 2nd. It has been filled with Instagram posts about the George Floyd incident, terrible incident. Um, but I want to I get to that later. I want to start first with just the effects of COVID-19. COVID-19 has really impacted a lot of us uh, when it comes to our mental health. And I just don't think we should discount the fact that COVID-19 has exposed us to problems within our psyche um, that we weren't aware of. It doesn't mean that they didn't exist prior. They probably did, but now they're showing the light with all this extra time uh, and loneliness um, through our social distancing. Um, you know, the suffering that we go through, it's going to happen regardless of what we accomplish or how we feel. Um, but suffering, here's the thing about suffering. Suffering is how we find meaning. Without the dark parts of the, of the human experience, we can't fully appreciate the desirable parts of the human experience. You know, why should I suffer? Why should you suffer? Ponder that question and just think about it. Why should I suffer? How can I suffer with integrity? How can I suffer with purpose? Think about those. You know, there's an extreme amount of uncertainty that's swept throughout the world and into our homes. Chaos is just... Chaos is something and uncertainty in our lives, you know, when we're looking um, between chaos and order. Chaos is this aspect of adventure, creativity, growth. And when we balance that with order, otherwise known as structure, we can uh, live in what we would call the zone. And this is an important balance for us. So right now in this time of uncertainty, of this time of unrest, where we don't necessarily have all the answers, this is an opportunity for us to look towards new beginnings and new projects and to really stretch ourselves, you know, that's something that's really important. Us as social creatures through this whole, you know, past few months, we are socially wired. We need human connection in our lives. Pick up the phone, call people. I know the quarantine thing has kind of started to die down, but still like reach out to friends, you know, tell your loved ones and your family members, you love them and spend some time with them. Now I want to get back to what's been happening. You know, I, I, this is a, these are a few thoughts that came to my mind in regards to the situation regarding George Floyd and the entire crisis of racism that has stayed uh, a problem in America for you know hundreds of years now. Reach out to your friends, your family, whether they're the same race as you, a different race as you, it doesn't matter. Work out differences, laugh together, make change together. That's an important word throughout this entire episode, together. One, there, here's the thing about this event. We cannot control the events that happen in the external world. We can't control if someone fires us. We can't control if we get COVID-19. We can't control if people are looting buildings. But the one thing we can't control is our response. Our response to anything we can control. You know, does our, does our wife make us upset? How do we respond? Do our dogs make, irritate us because they keep pooping on the ground? How do we respond? And in those moments of response, that's when we get to step into who 
we want to be and who we're going to become. That is how our future self is decided in our response. So the events in our lives plus the response that we give it equals the outcome. And that's a very important equation, a very simple equation to practice in our lives. If our our responses to hate, anger, and injustice are what influence the future, we need to be vigilant in our efforts to make the world a better place. And we can start by treating those around us with respect, dignity, and compassion. There's a there's something that I need to confess. Through this crazy crazy time period in 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 you know United States of America history, the last couple days have been filled with nothing but Black Lives Matter posts. And I realized for way too long, for way too damn long, I just turned a blind eye to it. I don't know if I'd call it white privilege. Maybe some people would. But what I, I, I do want to say with confidence and with humility and with regret is that I was not an advocate enough for my black friends, for my minority friends for my friends with disabilities, whatever it might be. I think that we all need to step up and check ourselves and be like, wait a second, where have I fallen short of being a good human and respecting the dignity of all humans, regardless of what their race is, regardless of what their religion is, regardless of what their political leaning is, regardless of what institution they belong to. If they're an Ohio State fan, then you know they can go to hell. I'm just kidding. But you get the point. Too often we joke about stereotypes and there's no repercussions and laughter fuels the room and we go on with our merry joy, not realizing that the people that we're joking about are actually having a very difficult time in the world today. And there's a lot of black men in my life that have really impacted me in a deep way. You know, my football coach and high school coach, Derek Alexander, he was around when my dad wasn't. He was a mentor. I have friends like Malik Booth, Chris Johnson. I grew up with Chris. He's my best friend. Even when he threw the football at my nuts and <laughs> later that day, he saw me in the nurse's office and they made me put an ice pack on my balls and they called me ice balls. But Chris was through thick and thin with me, man. These are, these are people that I feel like I've not honored by being silent and by not taking this thing seriously. And I think that that's exactly why I'm grateful for the unity that I've seen on social media, regardless of what your beliefs are about cops and what your beliefs are about institutional racism and systematic racism. We all believe that racism exists and we all now know that certain groups are not treated with the same fairness and dignity that they are supposed to be. And for that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I turned a blind eye. I'm sorry that I wasn't a voice soon enough. And I am, I'm sorry that it had to escalate to this for me to understand this. The reason why I decided to do this podcast today was not to just come out here and make some content, but I saw all these Blackout Tuesday post going and and I realized I was like, you know what? This is not enough. 
I didn't post the blackout square, but I was like, wait, what can I do? And I noticed that I've been so silent and I decided I'll use this platform as a way to spread my, my thoughts on this issue and, and, uh, you know, pay respect to those who have lost their lives. You know, for the longest time, I felt like Colin Kaepernick in that situation could have been handled differently. Now I look back and I was like, maybe I was wrong. Why didn't we all pay attention at that point? How many deaths could have been avoided? This is the Level Up Podcast. I'm signing off. And I want to take the remainder of this episode as a... Um, as an act of silence to honor the life of George Floyd.